You're listening to Generation Success with your host, Mitchell Sanford. Well, hello, everyone. I hope everyone's having a great day here and uh, really excited to jump in today's, into today's material. Uh, but first, since it is Memorial Day, I really wanted to uh, dedicate this episode to all the fallen heroes out there. Uh, your sacrifice is not overlooked. And thank you to everyone that has served. And thank you really to the families, too, of people that have served, you know, you guys have all made a lot of sacrifices to keep us free, and it is definitely appreciated and not overlooked. So I wanted to start out with a personal finance video, and this is really a base thing that everybody should be doing, and I think some people do, um, but, but not enough of people. And that thing, it's not a sexy topic, it's not super interesting, but it is critical to your financial success. I'm talking about tracking spending and budgeting. So I've got a really good quote here from Dave Ramsey. It's, uh, a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. And I thought that was really true. A lot of people just spend their money and at the end of the month, they're like, crap, where did all my money go? I, I feel like I'm in the same position I was in. I don't, I don't know if I added a lot of value to my life. My savings aren't growing. I'm still in kind of a rough financial spot. So I have a couple interesting statistics on this, and uh, 60% of Americans cannot afford a $1,000 expense. I thought this was pretty shocking, as any major expense is going to be $1,000 or more. You know, let's say you have a problem with your car, or an appliance at home, or you need to move, something like that. And if you can't cover $1,000, that, that'd be a really scary place to be in. So hopefully we're going to build, uh, give you some strategies to build up your... Um, reserve cash above $1,000 or, you know, based on whatever your needs are. And another interesting statistic is that one third of people have no budget. So this really feeds into that uh, quote where most people just want, or some people just wonder where their money went and they really have no control over it. So we're really going to fix that and eliminate those issues today. So I've been doing budgeting and tracking my money for quite some time and it's interesting the other day i actually just revised my budget as i'm going to be making a little bit more money uh, now that i graduated from college but i really want to keep some of those spending habits the same of spending a little bit of money uh, so i can really build my investment and uh, savings so you're going to want to do uh, two things here and the first thing is really to get a baseline of your spending habits and this is important to, to know what you spend your money on and how much roughly you're spending in each area. So this is going to help you really build your budget. And to get this baseline, you're going to want to do a couple things. You can either download Mint and it will analyze your uh, bank account and the transactions that have gone through it to kind of understand where you're spending your money. Um, but if you're like me and your bank isn't compatible with Mint, then you know you're gonna have to just open up your bank statement and see see where you're spending money. Um, if you're a credit card person or a debit card person, this is gonna be really easy, as all of your transactions will and should be included on your monthly bank statement. Uh, but if you're a big cash user, I would recommend using cards just for a month at least to really get a baseline of where you're spending that money. Um, cash is just a little bit harder to track, so. You can kind of get lost in the shuffle and you think you're spending less money than you actually are. Um, so I would really recommend using a card at least to get this baseline down. And getting the baseline is really important because uh, it can teach you about certain spending habits you might have. 
Like, let's say you go to Starbucks five days a week on your way to work. You know, it's not a big deal. Just getting a coffee, getting fueled up for the day. And let's say that coffee is $4, okay? If you buy a $4 drink at Starbucks five days a week for an entire year, that'll run you $1,040 by the end of the year. I mean, that's a lot of money on coffee. And, you know, a little expense like that can kind of slip by unless you're really paying attention. Another example of this is going out to lunch, let's say with your coworkers or, you know, buying a snack on the way home from work, something like that. So if you spend $10 on lunch, which is pretty reasonable, maybe even a bit conservative on a, a lunch estimate, if you spend $10 per day every day of the week for the whole year, that'll be a $2,600 expense by the end of the year. So that's a lot of money you're spending on lunch. And I'm not saying don't eat lunch with your friends or your coworkers or whatnot. I'm just saying think about it before you know you make those choices and at least you can be aware of it. So once you have a baseline of what you're spending your money on, you're going to want to start a budget. So for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to be talking about the 50-30-20 rule of budgeting. And this isn't the most aggressive budget, but I think it's a really good place to start. And you can always alter and get more aggressive over time. So the 50 stands for 50% of your take-home spend. And that 50% of your take-home spend should go towards the needs category. So the needs category is really all essentials you need to live. Uh, in this category, we're talking rent. We're talking essential food. So not eating out, you know, food that you cook at home. Uh, we're talking transportation, uh, utilities, insurance, anything that you need to live or that is really vital to your success. Um, you could include your phone bill in this area too. But I'd be cautious of that. That's more of a want. And unless you're calling people constantly for work, uh, I really wouldn't include it in this category. So the next part of the rule is 30. So this 30 means that 30% or less of your take-home pay should go towards wants. And if you don't know, your take-home pay is how much is actually deposited into your bank account each month. Um, and that's after tax money. So let's say you make $5,000 a month and you pay $1,000 in taxes, your take-home pay would be $4,000 per month. So 30% or less of that take-home pay should be put towards wants. And these things include um, different entertainment things like Netflix, Hulu, Spotify, uh, you know, your hobbies. So if you like working out, if you like playing a sport, that sort of thing, uh, it could also be used for phone bill. Cause I, I really wouldn't include that as an essential. Um, some other wants include shopping for clothes, miscellaneous shopping, or eating out at restaurants. All those things, they're fun to do. Everybody likes to do them, including me, but they're really not essential for you to, you know, to live. Um, so that's the 30 category. The final category is 20. So 20% or more of your take-home pay should go towards saving uh, or investments. In this category, I include things like investments, emergency fund, and debt payments. Uh, and if you don't know, an emergency fund is something where you stash away People say anywhere from three to 12 months of expenses, but it's really important to just have this nest egg kind of stashed away, preferably in a high interest savings account where you don't touch it, but let's say you lose your job or you have one of those you know $1,000 emergencies 
then you kind of have a nest egg where you can cover that expense without going into debt uh, via credit cards or some other loans like that. So that's really important to have as well. Um, I also include debt payments in here. So it's really important not to go into too much debt, obviously, um, as it will eat away from things from money that you put into either your emergency fund or into your investments. Uh, and also the larger your debt payments, the larger your emergency fund is going to have to be. So really, if you can cut out spending in this area and really all other areas, then your emergency fund won't have to be as large. So now that you know the three categories, um, let's go through your budget. So I have uploaded, like I said, a budget example and template to the Facebook page. So if you want to click on that, uh, there are a couple categories here. So you're going to want to know your monthly income. So I put my monthly income uh, before tax and then I have a tax category. So I really know how much I'm paying in tax to see if my rate will change uh, drastically, you know, when I increase in income and it's really easy to look up the different tax brackets and it's really easy to look up how much, um, you're paying in taxes, and what your monthly in monthly take home is going to be. So once I have all that, um, the really important thing here is the monthly take home pay and it, it's shown on the example, um, really at the top left here. So you're going to want to work on the categories, uh, the categories I've included here in the needs, um, so I've got car, so car payment, car insurance, gas, uh, living expenses like rent and utilities. Then I've got groceries, so food and personal care items. Uh, you know, you need a toothbrush, you need toothpaste, you need that kind of stuff. And I would really consider that uh, a need as opposed to a want. Um, and feel free to add to these different categories as you see fit. And this will really give you the most accurate tracking of all. Um, and you want to know where exactly every dime of your money's going. Also for this budget, each of the categories, there's a sum of how much you're spending in the need, want, and investment categories. And then it has a percentage um, to see what percent of your take-home pay is actually going towards this. It's got the goal and it's got what your actual is. So next you're going to want to work on your want category. So you're going to want to see how much do you want to spend on eating out per month, spending on clothes, miscellaneous shopping, uh, subscriptions to different services, hobbies, phone bill, you know, all that sort of stuff. And you can really get a good idea of how much you're spending here uh, once you put the total category, uh, once it automatically sums the total category, and it will also automatically sum uh, the percentage for that category. Then finally, you're going to want to fill out the in savings and investment category. So I've got just the basics here, investments, emergency fund, and debt payments. That's really the main things that you should have here. Uh, and we'll talk about investing this money later, but it's really important that you have money to invest before you start worrying too much about where to put that money. Like if it doesn't exist, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Uh, so once you have this built, this will give you a really good idea of where you want all of your money to go. So you're not over overburdening yourself in the want category or really even the need category. And you can maximize your savings category um, and especially the investing part of the savings category. It's also really important to continue to track your expenses from this point on. If you have a budget, but you don't track where you're spending, you don't know how you really stack up against that budget. So in that sheet that I posted on the Facebook page, it also has a really nifty uh, 
expense tracking application to it. So click over to the expense tracking data entry tab in that spreadsheet. And you want to track things like, uh, and this, this data, by the way, should be available every month when you uh, get your credit card statement or your debit card statement. So really all this money should be there. So in this tracking, I like to have things of the date of the purchase, what item or what store did I purchase it at? You can really use that interchangeably. And it's more just for in-depth data, like, wow, I spent two thirds of my paycheck at Walmart this month. You know, interesting things like that to, to really give you more information. Um, next and really important is the category. So whenever you're tracking money, you're gonna wanna put the category and that's gonna be the specific line item from your budget. Um, just so you understand how much is getting spent in that category. And then there's an amount, okay? And that also is really important too, as you will have no idea how much you're spending if you don't put in the amount. I also added in a couple other features here that help with the totals. So when it says total category, when you look at the budget, you'll see that different sections are totaled together, like subtotaled underneath the needs, wants, and investments. So for car, I have car total. So how much are you paying per month between gas and insurance and your car payments, just to give you a better, you know, look of, of where exactly your money's going. And then I also have an additional category here too. It's called NWI. So need, want, investment. And then that gives you more of a meta look at where all of your money's going. So once you input all this, if you go to the nice pivot table that I've created and you just uh, right click and refresh, it will sort all of your um, your spendings per for each month um, in the respective categories. So it'll really give you a good look of where I'm spending my money. Uh, and if you click on the pluses, it'll show instead of just the, how much you spent per that month, it'll show you how much you spent in needs wants and savings and then if you click on an individual category like needs and you press uh, plus then it'll show you oh i spent two hundred dollars on groceries total and a uh, hundred of that was from food and a hundred of that um, was from personal care so it really gives you an in-depth look at where you're spending money so that's all i have for you guys this week seriously if you have questions please post them on the facebook uh, Facebook page. It's called Generation Success. Uh, I know I added a bunch of people to it, but feel free to go ahead and add that and feel free to go ahead and download the budget template and expense tracker that I've put on the page for you. Uh, like I said, there are other services like Mint that you can use, but this really gives you an in-depth look on how to track your expenses. So uh, that's all I have for you guys and uh, stay hungry and go out there and get after it. You know, a lot of people talk about wanting to improve themselves but this is a podcast for people that really want to go out and do it so all the resources are there guys now it's just on you so uh go out and respect the grind have a good monday everybody till next time